everybody, and welcome to Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Last week, Allie and I talked over how we define work, how work won't love you back, and the concept of treating coworkers and employees like family. This is part two, where we finish answering the question, is your company a family? As always, thanks for listening. Well, why don't we go like this? So now that we've covered a lot of the the kind of work definition, the family definition, it's obviously a heated topic for a lot of people um, around any of these things. Oh but God, well, yeah. I think part of the conversation is that gets challenging. Is like, and I think this is kind of our conversation, is that where does where do you blur the lines? Like, right? What are the it, yeah. there's there's a where can you overstep as an employee, but with the right intent mm-hmm. or that can be misconstrued by somebody. And then where do you, where do you, that's the basis for every sexual harassment. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean. Or, or any harassment, sector, harassment yeah, like sure. ethnicity or any of those things. Right. Yeah. So we're, but we're at the same point that you just not have an organization that's fun. Well, yeah, I, I agree. And I don't know if there's a, great answer to that question. There's not because everything's gray I mean, based can, on somebody's interpretation or how they're felt. Sure. I was going to say, well, we can go to the IRS. We can read the department of labor laws. Yeah. And you can read all the, and, and there's, and there's, but it's gray, right? Because some of it is up to, because some, you could say something yeah. to somebody and they would feel perfectly fine with it. You say the sure. same thing to somebody else and they're not fine with it. Absolutely. And so I think this is where that whole family concept and where you really come from in this stance is that like, I would say something to my family, which yeah. I think most of us would do that. I wouldn't say to Adam 100%. or to another employee. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that's the concept. However, there is a lot of like that sports team analogy where it's that like, like, hey, we have a, it, it really works well when the, the, where the family concept really works well is that you have a shared mission mm-hmm. and a shared purpose for the organization. It's like when you have a, a shared goal, everyone comes together to focus on that goal. However, d- while you're building out that goal, you, you're going to, you're going to treat people differently during that than you are your family. And I think that's the difference between a family in, in the business is because the conversation, you're going to go have a real different conversation with your family than you are with your coworkers. And now people say, well, we have a radical conversation. We say anything we want. It's not necessarily true because what you're going to say to Bill is going to be different than the same way you're going to say it to me. Even if you say it to me, it's going to be also, different. Also, let's just be honest. The conversations are different. Yes, exactly. The radical conversation I'm having with you is related to the operation yes, of the organization. The goal. It's related to the goal. Related to a very specific goal. Yes. And I still know my place. Yes. It, it, regardless of even how open... <laughs> how open our conversations are Yeah, in the back of my mind is how can it not be as an employee? Yeah. I, there's still a hierarchy here. Yes. It's still conditional and I rely on this. So let me ask you a question. So maybe somebody that's a, that's an owner is listening to this. How do you, um, how do you, how does somebody, um, win by not necessarily like having more radical conversations in that conversation? So people don't actually feel like the way I'm actually just curious. Like how do people not feel that way? How do how do I specifically right? Like how do we build an organization or I build an organization where people don't actually feel that way? I'm just curious. With, feel with, feel what way? Well, just that like that they can share those conversations with you. Well, I think uh, well m- modeling it of course, but to me even with work like so modeling your values. Yes, but even we don't get into a lot of personal stuff. I would, I mean, a little bit. It, but I think not it, much. I think it it goes in waves though. There are, I can think of there are 10 year career. There's many times we've had a lot of personal conversations. Yes, but a lot of them were related to how work was affecting my personal life. Well, that's what I mean, right? So like, yes, but I wasn't telling you about my personal issues. Yeah, you were. I'm not going to share them, but I can think of action. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying, but you, people do that. And I'm not saying. I told you enough so that you understood the context context of what I was operating under. That's you. But there's other people that when I get in a conversation with, they they say everything. (laughs) Sure. And that's completely up to them. It just shouldn't be the expectation yeah. is my opinion from, yeah, no, the, totally. from the employer. However, 
having radical conversations around how the work operates in, in, in that context, I think is it's modeling the behavior, it's asking for feedback, um, it's providing avenues where employees can give f- feedback. If you see somebody who's not speaking up, making sure you, you say, well, what did you think about that new initiative? And, and gathering that information yeah. from employees. But we're not saying, how did that how did that new initiative personally affect you and your family? Like, that's that's not the constant text No, I get it. And that radical. But what if in yeah. the situation that you gave up that, because I think, well, I think this is where I was going to, like, the, the lines are blurred a lot. Because when I said leaders have responsibility of, like, I think, like, like social injustice is different than a political game, right? Political mm-hmm. is completely different than social injustice things. So, but you have to take a stance on that. Your employees are almost demanding that you have a stance on those things, right? right? And have diversity and inclusion. Exactly, um, yeah. Conversations. Yes. And um, but what if somebody gender co- inequality conversation absolutely right but somebody comes in and says well um you know i'm having i'm having a divorce mm-hmm. right and i need some help with it because it's affecting my business so here's what here's what i would do if i was the go know, tell somebody to ceo of the company yes. <laughs> um i would absolutely listen i would empathize with them i would make sure i understood how that was going to affect their work and do they need any support from the work side do we need to work through some hours? Do we need to get a little extra help? Do they need some additional time off? And then I would say, here's a resource for you to go yeah, talk about it. That's a great idea. What, I would not talk to them about that. What if they really want to talk to you? Just say, I can't talk to you about it. I would say that I would listen again. I would listen. I would talk enough about it where I understood how it affected the business. And then I would say, I'm not the be- I'm not well enough equipped, nor do I have the expertise in this particular situation. But here's some resources for you. What if you think you, you do? <laughs> I think that that is a, that people need to not think that they know everything. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. But I just I'm just telling you, these are real situations that when you're talking to other owners, sure. these are these are like these are the conversations that that like owners know. are having. Right? I think owners need to know what their what their role is. Yeah, but but what if you can see clearly how you can actually help somebody? What if you just went through a divorce and you want to give somebody some advice of what's go through there? I'm not saying don't do it, but if you if you feel like you can, sure. Well, it's it's but it's also going into a dangerous situation because then somebody construes that as you mingling something and and it could be an issue. This is what I'm just saying. This is why it's yeah. so tough right now being an owner and being an employee because all of yeah. these things are really blurred. That's why it just it's just it, it's it, it's why well, that's why boundaries are. Yeah, no, I agree. But I also think that's why this family conversation is so important because I think people for a long time used the word family and it was, it was these, these situations didn't arise. Now it's like all of a sudden in a workplace where you spend a third of your life Mm -hmm. in with these people. And you do hang out with them outside of work. You do. And like these conversations are really coming up. But do you hang out with them outside of work? Well, I don't, don't but a lot of people do. To form your own relationships because you're devoting all of your time to work. Well, I can't ask that question for anybody. I'm just saying that's actually a lot of the stuff that I've read. Yeah. Um, is that, well, when are you going to have time for a personal life if you're giving everything you have to your work? So you're, you do have relationships. So then at one point, then this yeah. also, then you work with people like to not give all their time to work. Right. And that starts at the top yeah. of the organization. And it also needs to be a societal shift, which I think we're moving in that direction. Well, then, then you hear that though. Then you hear somebody that's, that's, that's 25 that says, I actually love working and I want to work hundred hours a week. And it doesn't sure. feel like work to me. Like I, we just had that conversation. Sure. Are they getting paid for that? Well, they're getting compensated. Yes. Sure. Okay. Right. Great. Yeah. So I'm just saying like there's, 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 there's a lot of people who work hundred hours a week. You can work 40 hours here. You can have two yeah. side hustles. Yeah. If that's what you want or need to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, but that's not what you're saying. Cause then they don't have time for personal relationships. It's not the, the one company dictating that you 
work a hundred hours a week and you stay and you sleep at work and you, you know what I mean? It's somebody's. Well, I think we're exaggerating that now. I don't. Sure. I don't but it's an individual. Maybe Wall Street does that. Maybe some law offices, a lot of tech companies. Um, but then, then let me ask another question though, because Wall Street does expect that. Mm-hmm. But people are willingly making the choice to go do that. Because they believe that the money that they're making is a fair is a fair exchange you're, for that. You're saying that. I know many I, people I'm that worked on Wall that Street, though, that said maybe not for the next first five years. Because sure. most an, junior analysts come into Wall Street working 100 hours a week making 90 grand a year. Yeah. I wish I had this quote from um, the book, Anne Hyatt's book, Bet on Yourself. Because I actually don't disagree with her her point either. I mean, she worked in some of these tech startups yeah. in the big early stages. Yeah. But she, and I can't remember exactly what she said, but essentially you are putting, to a certain degree, you are putting in the work. And this is what entrepreneurs do. I get yeah. it. But entrepreneurs are not employees. They are putting in the work for a future return and your, your potential future, return. potential future return, yes. but that's their choice. Yes. Um, and just like it's anybody's choice to take a job that's a hundred hours a week or 60 hours a week or a job that says, right. But we then are we getting into labor done. law issues? I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to actually like look at. Well, if you're those. an exempt employee, right. That you're in a leadership position, then it wouldn't matter for labor laws. Correct. I would really hope that the company was still compensating that person for well, totally. working Yeah, that nobody's much. saying we're not compensating that much. But yeah. but what in the beginning, though, like somebody says, hey, we're four or five years to build this and we're going to build this, but we don't have the money to do anything more right now. If they, as long as you got it in writing and you knew what you were getting into, I would say totally Well, isn't that fine. a job offer? Isn't that in writing saying, hey, like we come in here and this is what we're going to pay you? Isn't, I'm just saying people have yeah. a choice. And I yeah, think, yeah. And I, think I, right, I agree. But I think this is the point is that everyone kind of wakes up now and actually realizes they have a much bigger choice to make. And I think more people are looking for, that's why I think it's, it's really interesting. Like people are looking for more of the supportive culture that resembles the, the idea of a family, but they still enjoying what they're doing. Cause I actually think, I think and our company does a pretty good job of that. personal time. Sure. Totally. Yeah. And I, and I think we, we push that. I think part of that is though, is that people um, are in other organizations that don't, and there may be much more harder hammers that are coming down there. Could be. For, we're actually like, you need to be here at this time. You need to stay at this time. This is what we expect. We have the expectation for those things. Yeah, or or required overtime hours. Or I mean, yes. again, if you're getting compensated and you've agreed to it, I, I think that that's okay. You know, somebody posted on social media, I thought this was a good one, where they said, um, uh, as a, um, they said, people like say my wife is my best friend or my husband's my best friend. And he wrote, um, actually, if you want to quote them. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. along the same lines as when people say, my spouse is my best friend. No, she's not. My best friend is a dude. My relationship with my wife is a great relationship. It may resemble a friendship in some ways, but it's a different relationship. Yeah, and it's that blurring of the conversation. It's just such a difficult conversation. That's why I'm saying I, I think it's difficult to put in that box because no matter what we say here, there's going to be 50% of people that agree and 50% of people that don't. Yeah, and I, but you know what's so funny is that I've never, never once, and I, I have a hard time articulating it, um, there are two things, and I'm going to be writing an article about this because, especially in our industry, um, especially for founder for force multipliers, we are often called work wives or work husbands, which I want to like. It makes me so angry even hearing that phrase. I'll be writing about this. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever called you that. No, you have. You never have. I've had other people call me that um, as your being your work wife and, and I somebody. want to punch them in the face. <laughs> and I so that. I, in, it'll be easier for me to articulate in writing cause I'm better mm-hmm. in writing. Mm-hmm. However, my, my point is no, as long as we've worked together, I've never once considered you in that type of relationship, but I've never once considered this a family. Yeah. And it's hard for me to articulate why I feel that way, but I've never come to work. Well, you're also never thought well, it was well, a family. Partly because is the way your mind works. 
Right, you're actually very like in writing, black and white. This are the rules. This is how things are happening. I can go pretty gray, though. You can go gray once you know the boundaries. I think a lot of sure. people. I think there's a lot of people that are like you know, if you look at a behavioral analysis of somebody that's very sociable, and yes. they, they just see everybody. It's just like wow, this big thing, and it's just, it's just great. Yeah. It's one big family. And, it's, and they're yeah. saying it more from like the sociability, we're supporting each other, right. the I'm culture. Very, very low on and that's that. why it goes back to some people. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean. For you, it's very easy. For somebody else, it's going, literally, I can think of people in our organization, I would say, I totally disagree with Hallie right now. Yeah, exactly. And you know what's interesting is that you're not like that either. And yeah. so it was very easy for us to never develop this yes, as a family yes. collectively yeah. um, versus I know another client that I- Well, because uh, part of it too is yeah. once you actually start building a business and you start laying people off- which I've yeah. had to do many times and you have too. As have I. There, there becomes a dip, like you start to realize there's a, it's a wonderful relationship while it's a relationship in a business transaction. But when it needs to end, whether they leave yeah. or not, or it we choose mean, to leave. Just because I don't treat it as a family doesn't mean that I don't care about I know. the individual. I know. And that's the difference. I can still care about the people who work here. Well, so in, in this is and a great make sure they get good benefits and get fairly yes. compensated and enjoy what they do yeah. and feel supported yeah. And you um, actually do a great job of that, especially from the equitable side, because I, sometimes you'll email me and say, hey, this person's really working really hard, and I might not see them. And you go, I think we need to work on this person getting a raise, right? I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. said no to that, by the way. Um, no, and that's always a great reminder to me that I probably should be asking for more money. Yeah, you, you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you, I mean, I don't think I've ever said no to you or no. anybody. Actually, in fact, I don't think I've really ever said no to anybody. A lot of people are listening to this as their They're employees, like, mm, right? But I actually don't think yeah. I've ever said any, I, I've actually told anybody no. I may have said Correct. not now, but let's do it at this date and we'll raise it from that. I always typically find a way to be Correct. able to do that with people. Yes. Or we get some other package together and says, okay, great. You want to go make more money? Love that conversation. Let's figure out a way to go do this. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said no. I said how. Yes. How uh, do we do that? Uh, absolutely. And I think people can do that. But we are still getting to a size of an organization that becomes harder to do that. Right. Because it was a little bit um, Well, I think that's objective. too, like when a lot of, I think people that think of small or when they think of small, when they think of families, they think of a smaller business. Uh, absolutely. And I think this is what, when um, uh, the Morning Brew guys, who's the founder of, of Morning Brew is on his podcast, Founders the Founders Journal, Journal mm-hmm. he said that he's like, we actually called it a family in the beginning. Yes. And now he's like, it's a grave mistake that we did that. And I think it's much easier in the beginning to see it as a family because what you're doing is, that's all you're doing is spending time for three or four people. And every day you're in there, you're actually probably sharing a lot more about your personal life too. Be, like, hey, yeah, I went to the ball yeah. game, right? Just yeah. much more of those things. And a little bit behavior driven because if that's the natural behavior of the, I was, that's what I was going to say, this team, I, uh, I coach one of the people on the team, they do everything together, but that's also a little bit of the behavior of the leaders. Yes, that's exactly right. And that's how they wanted to create their company, which is cool. And I think actually not the norm, but to your point, it's for small, for small companies or small teams. Maybe it is. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of them get more towards that. But his whole point was it was a grave mistake because it actually set, um, uh, it, it actually, it actually can hurt the employee. Yeah. It can hurt the relationship with the employee in the, uh, the owner. Should there have to be two ways? One is you take advantage of an employee for working too long. And you're not paying him enough. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one. The other side of this is that all of a sudden we're tracking and how he's not keeping up anymore. And I have a personal relationship with the family and without it, I can't, I'm not going to go fire Hallie anymore because now it's now hurt. Now it's hurting the organization because I'm unwilling to make a leadership decision because Hallie's actually holding us back. Or the employee, me, it feels so, it's such immense loyalty and connection to the company that no, even if I am not getting paid fairly, or even if I am not fulfilled, 
I can't leave because yeah. I think it's a family yes. and they're going to, I'm going to let them down. They're not going to be able to survive without me. Um, or they, they must need me yeah. even though it no longer serves me personally yeah. as a, an employee. Well, that's why sports teams are such a great example of this because it's also emotional. Yeah, it is. And well, everything is, they're experiencing of emotions. You're the one experiencing all those things. I right? guess it's easier to separate the emotions when you think of it as a, Yes, a sports it is. Team. yes, it is. It's more contractual. Well, I think there are a lot of sports teams. They were a great big family. And then next year, they're not together. Right, and right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, only when it's convenient. Well, part of it is, is, so in real estate, we have a lot of independent agents. And a lot of times people come to our team. And early on, I got this question a lot. They go, why would you train all these people to come in knowing they're going to leave in two to three years? Because I believe a lot of independent agents, not everybody, but independent agents, we're, we live it. Part of what we operate in is a very transitory world, right? Meaning mm-hmm. that there's a lot of agents that come and go. Just any 1099 comp company, right? Any of those things, there's transitory. Construction 1099, any of those things. And so people, I remember one specific time somebody asked me in an audience, they said, well, why would you pour that in there knowing that somebody's going to leave in four years or three years or two years or whatever that is? And I said, well, because I get into a relationship knowing that they could or could not leave that at some point though, they're going to leave because you're either going to be gone or you're going to be gone there. However, this is where you get to say, while they're with me, I'm going to do everything I can to support this human being in front of me. And and if they choose to leave, that's their choice, but they'll look back on it someday and say, that was an amazing place to work. They'll refer people to it, whatever that is. Instead of going in there and saying, I'm not going to hundred percent pour into this person because I know they're going to leave. Well, also that's such an interesting mindset because of course you, you not only, like can pour into them, but you should. It's an yeah, what's obli- the alternative? Well, it's an obligation Not, as and they an don't employer. Perform. Yes, exactly. Right? That's, a, that's the mindset of a difference between the obli- of an employer and a family. Yeah. A family may withhold some, you know, because you're going to be in a relationship with you until yeah. they die, basically, for the most part, like, or you die. So You're going to be attached to them at least. In yeah. some way, yes. right? Um, even if it's a very distant type connection. So I'm only going to maybe give a little bit of myself to this person and not enough to this person. As an employer, you are obligated to invest into your team member. Yes. So that's actually an interesting yeah. uh, difference in mindset. So we would actually love to hear from you guys, right? Like what, I mean, this is such a, and, and we tried to, a lot, yeah. yeah. And we try to tack on a lot of different angles from this as well too, because, um, and sometimes I actually took an opposing view, even though I agreed with Hallie and I know Hallie did the same thing just to spark this conversation to see where you're doing it. And just to get you to think a little bit differently about these things, right? That's the whole purpose of this conversation today was like, where are the lines today? Is it a family? Is it a business, right? What are the blurred lines? What more responsibility do people in, in work have, right? Actually, I got this email from our school, right? Whereas I thought this was kind of interesting. I was like, huh, I don't know if I would do that or what should I where our school is very short staff and so the teachers are having to become become janitors mm-hmm. and they're actually staying after and they're not being compensated more yeah that's um, a whole chapter in this book yeah I know that's all that, about that right you see what I mean like and now I'm like I, I remember reading that going are they part of a union do they have union no, protections are they, they, I, I don't know that to yeah. be honest but I just remember reading that going huh like that's like they all have to take turns sweeping they're doing these things kind of keep going because we all support the community because of a mission so it's like it's which is gr- that's yeah. the whole concept of you, you love, you, they enjoy, definitely didn't and, use the word family though. Yeah, I'll tell you that they did. Well, not, yes. and quite honestly, this entire book doesn't use family either. Um, it's literally about, well, Oh, you, you love what you, you lo- enjoy teaching. You've devoted your life to teaching. So you're willing to do anything, whether you're compensated or not, even though it's actually work. Yeah. And I actually don't, to, to be honest, I don't actually don't know if they were actually compensated more for taking on some of those. I, I didn't, well, I didn't or maybe say they got an extra day off yeah, or something. Their, yeah. yeah. Whatever that is. So I guess that is, that is yeah. comp for what they're doing and they're actually actively hiring for those things. So um, how does this resonate I'm not with saying you? That people can't, shouldn't pitch in or go above and beyond. Cause that's just not my personality either, but there is, there does come. What you're point. saying is you should go above and beyond, but make sure you're rewarded for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's what people that's what people yeah, are saying. You should be compensated for the value and the impact and the contribution. But I think what people need to, what people need to understand is that just because you go above and beyond for a day or a week Correct. doesn't mean that you're going to be rewarded difference. for it. Yes. I think yeah. you need, if you go continually above and beyond, you will be tapped for leadership either in the company you're in or another company. Well, I don't even necessarily mean just for leadership. I just mean well, that, I just meant like another another opportunity or right. more money or, or whatever. It what is. if all of a sudden you're one employee and you have a department of three? They lay off the other two employees. You have to take on their role, yeah. and you don't get in more money. Yeah. Then you get an option, right? You can go to them and say, hey, look, I'm taking this on. I'm working more hours. I want more money or I'm going to leave. Correct. And as the employer, you should look at that because it takes cost a lot yes, of money to retire. <laughs> absolutely. So part of this conversation that we want to have today is to really kind of bring this awareness is to, to employees and to owners, right? Yes. Like how are, what are your lines? Is it defined? Have you had this conversation with people? Part of the reason why we're having is for a lot of our people to listen to this too, to help them, right? Decide mm-hmm. and help them um, understand you know, the, 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 the challenges that we're all going to face as leaders. Cause we have a lot of leaders in this organization. And I think people need to think and about that too. Challenges and, and, of employees and employees too. Absolutely. Well, leaders can also be employees. So I just, yes, I, I just meant yeah. that I thought you meant in the context of like the owners or the leaders. No, I just meant any lead. I mean, I think any, to me, I don't know that there's a hierarchy of leaders, but I think everyone in our world should be a leader. They're leading. This is like the CEO of your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're leading your life, doing those different things. So anyways, we'd love to hear from you. What, what, what does it mean to you? Thanks for listening to this uh, wonderful conversation we had today. Um, If you enjoyed this, please share it, rate, review, subscribe. This helps us get this message out more. Um, We would love more than anything for this conversation to actually go out there and change perspective of employees and employers so that we can all kind of make the societal change to doing it.